Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt. In front of me in the Kentucky Enforcers basketball sweatshirt, Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today? Wonderful. Wonderful. How are you? If I was any better, I'd be you. So we got a lot of good things to go over today. It's kind of a, a, a slow week in sports. Uh, so before we get into it, though, I do want to say two things. Number one, we've been doing this for a year now. Yeah. Uh, one of our very first episodes was all about the Hall of Fame inductions and for Baseball Hall of Fame inductions last year. And yesterday, the, uh, the, the Hall of Fame made its newest induction. So congratulations to those guys. We'll get into that, talk about them. But number one most important thing that happened this past week is Adam Schmidt turned 37. Are you 37 now? Uh, somewhere around there. Happy birthday to you. And at the same time, he also, two days beforehand, became a new uncle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're allowed to say the baby's name, but congratulations, Jen and Doug. Uh, yeah, it's a baby boy. Baby boy. Baby boy. Uh, yep. That was my favorite birthday present I've ever gotten. Yeah. Um, pretty two days before your birthday, correct? Two days before my birthday. So, so we're going to share a birthday time, a oh, birthday yeah. week. 100%. You, you um, for now on skyline will not be guaranteed as your birthday dinner <laughs> no i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure he loves skyline sure but there might be a period of time where my man decides he wants to watch something a little different <clears throat> watch something a little different eat something a little eat different something a little different it, it depends on what i'm sure look as long as he doesn't want to go to like uh you know a, a chinese restaurant or something like that i'm yeah. all set i'm probably gonna be all right gotcha all right well so well, congratulations to you. Hey, thanks. Congratulations to your sister. You are now an uncle to three little uh, little children. Uh, congratulations. Someday, someday, buddy. Not you know what? I'm I'm I'm. Are I'm you? Le- I'm are leaning you? more and more toward toward just being an uncle just because being an uncle? you kind of enjoy my, the They're uncle? my three favorite people on the earth, and it's it's so much fun to to go over and just get to play. And then they sure. get, then they get tired and cranky, and it's time to go to bed, and they start crying, and I get to go home. Yeah, that's true. I don't true. have to deal with any you of that. Don't stuff. have to listen to it. And I'm going to tell you, that's the least most fun part about having <laughs> kids. Uh, all right. So anyway, happy birthday Thank to you. you, 37 years old, young, 37 years young. Uh, so let's get okay. started. We'll start. I want to start with uh, every single week. You can catch Nosebleed Sports Podcast Facebook page. We throw a poll out there. Uh, we are currently in the middle of best. NBA nicknames, not best NBA players, best NBA nicknames. Uh, the number two seed, Magic, smoked, <laughs> smoked. <laughs> number fifteen, smoked. Uh, who was fifteen? The Matrix, right? The Matrix, yeah, Sean Marion. Mm-hmm. So this week, get on, vote. It is going to be. This is a big one for me. It is for uh, you. because number fourteen seed is facing the number three seed. The 14 seed, we decided, 14th best nickname in NBA history is the King. So King James. LeBron James, number 14, verse, honestly, I got to say, a better nickname. Dennis Rodman, the worm. Ah, that's a that's a phenomenal nickname. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep an eye on your vote. I'm going to watch who you vote for. I'm, I'm probably going to vote for, uh, I'm voting for the King. Oh, you son of a I don't gun. have I don't have Facebook, so I can't vote. So I don't I don't have it. Can you I don't vote on your own poll? Yeah, you can't vote on your own poll, can you? you? Can't. Yeah, I think you can. Okay. 
I'm no, pretty I, sure. I, but I don't have a Facebook page, so you'll never know what I've. But for. you have the nosebleeds. You could. I you have could access vote. to the nosebleeds Facebook page, and they may decide to vote <laughs> for King James. <laughs> well, I hope they decide to vote for the best nickname, not the best player. I'm with you. All right, we'll see how it goes. It'll be interesting. All right, so uh, we got that. Uh, we also got uh, we had the conference championship games in the NFL. Uh, those were amazing. Absolutely amazing games. Uh, well, three quarters of the Patriots game sucked, but the last quarter was awesome uh, and crazy. Uh, and then you got – we're going to get into uh, the Hall of Fame, like we said. The Reds uh, made a big uh, – made another move. How about another, that? Another about move. Another a big move, move for, uh, for what they've been the last few years. Right, right. So, uh, I mean, they're the only ones really out there making moves. So – uh, for them, and then we got our big three, uh, and we're gonna we're bringing back swipe left, swipe right. So to any of the old viewers, uh, you know, months and months ago, we 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 did swipe left, swipe right, way back after episode eight and the dating sites app uh episode, which was pretty funny. Um, so swipe left, swipe right's back. That's yep. what I got, brother. Uh, let's get started. So let's start with the conference championship games. Yes. So the first game of the day uh, was the NFC. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The NFC game was uh, the Saints v. the Rams. Right. And I'm a huge New Orleans Saints fan. I love Drew Brees. I think that guy is phenomenal. I wanted them to win worse than anything in the world. And I almost pulled my TV off the wall. in the call when 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 the pass interference call, which everybody's seen the video, the most blatant pass interference I've ever seen in my life, and not called. And it's hilarious because I was looking. There's 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 video from people in the stands because I always I kept wondering where was where were the referees? You know, kind of angles, blah blah blah. You know, they always talk about if you're looking at it from this angle, it may look different. There's two ang- two referee literally two referees within five yards of the play. They are, and on two different angles, and they both just throw their hands up, incomplete. Most ridiculous, terrible call I've ever seen in my life. That that's what my thing was when I first saw that. I was like, it has to be the angle. There's some reason that I feel like this is the easiest call to to make ever, and there's a reason that it's not being called because I'm seeing it from an odd angle, or there's something I don't understand. Maybe there's a rule that I look. I never played football. I'm not the biggest football. You played football, but. I play. I play every year. I play every single no, year. No, you played football as a kid, didn't you? Play football one year. I did not. Joey, did. my brother, Your brother yes. did. That's right. Yeah. Okay. He played for a year. I played for zero years. Um, anyway, I know what pass interference is, though. I feel like I do at least. And uh, that one was the easiest one. And I was, I was genuinely confused. I, I'm not. I'm. I was confused by the non-call. Right. And so that's what I thought. The- Maybe the angle. So, but honestly. Any angle you look at that from, it's terrible. And the th- the funny thing is, they're like, "Oh, when you slow it down, maybe it's worse that way." No, I'm going to tell you right now that that is that was just as bad, if not worse, in real time than it was when it was slowed down. Horrible. And and every you know, I I hate I hate saying that the refs blew a game or one call blew a game. I I, I disagree. There's so much that goes oh, into a game, absolutely. and I agree with that 100. percent However, this game, was, I mean, New Orleans was had the ball. They're marching down the field. That call happens, and you can't tell me that that doesn't 
change the way you're playing. I mean, these guys on the field are, I mean, it's, I don't even think Sean Payton coached the rest of the game. He was too busy screaming at the refs the yeah. whole rest of the game. And it went to overtime, and you had an opportunity in overtime. The point is, never should have happened. Dale Nolan, uh, I, I feel for you, brother. He, he's he's on there now. He's on Facebook Live tweeting in. Or does this tweeting in when you get on this thing, or nope. is it just chiming in? He's chiming <laughs> yeah, in. Just commenting. Commenting. Brother, I feel for you. Huge Kansas City fan. Uh, and and uh, he wants us to do a Nosebleeds podcast remote from Kansas City. Uh, all expenses paid, I'm in. Yeah, I'm down too. We're, we're, we're working on it. We're working <laughs> on it. Anyway, uh, we'll get to the Chiefs game in a second for you. But, so, speaking of the Chiefs game, let's just talk about that. Because obviously the Rams come down and the, the game – was the the Rams Saints game ended up coming down to referees and a and a kicker. Yep. That's what decided the game. The 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 Rams kicker. So on that on that no call, they would have had the, the Saints would have had I think first and goal. The, the pass interference happened on like the 5-yard line. So they would have had first and goal there. Probably would have scored, but we don't know that for sure. It mm-hmm. that, you know, that's the thing is Really obvious call, probably would have ended up in a score for them, but we don't know that for sure. They, they you know, the Rams could have stopped them. So, um, either way, the Rams got, or the, sorry, the Saints got a field goal out of that. The Rams, um, uh, Zerline, uh, what's yeah. his first name? Yeah, um, Zerline's good enough. He's a kicker. We okay. don't need to know his Zer- name. <laughs> Zerline, <laughs> uh, Vladimir Zerline. Um, that actually sounds like that should be right. It's not right, it's but not it right. sounds like it should be right. But I'm going to call if your him name Vlad- Zerline. It should definitely be Vlad. <laughs> I'm going to call him Vladimir Zerline. We'll just call him Vlad for now on. Okay, Vlad, uh, Vlad, Vlad. I'm I'm a Cincinnatian. Vlad um, <laughs> kicked a 48 yard field goal to tie the game with 15 seconds left, and then he kicked a 57 yard game winning field goal in overtime to win that game. Huge, huge, huge foot. Uh, the guy, the guy, you know, he did what he's, what he's paid to do. <laughs> yeah, size twenty. I heard, I heard about left, those size twenty three. Left foot, left foot is a ten and a half. Right foot, his kicking foot, twenty three. I feel like that would make you a worse kicker with a larger foot. Uh, more, more <laughs> surface area to to miss kick the ball. I feel like with a smaller foot, you can be a little more uh, pinpoint accurate on where you kick the ball. If you had a, if you were playing tennis and you had a bigger racket. Would that uh, would that be the same thing, or would it? Yeah, be but easier? your racket is bigger than the ball. Where in this, your foot is always going to be, and the ball is perfectly round. This ball is obtruse. What what <laughs> shape is football? <laughs> oblong, maybe. Oblong. I like oblong. I'm good with that. I feel like oblong should be small in the middle and big on the ends, whereas a football's small on the ends and big in the middle. Doesn't oblong, oblong sound that way? Um. I think oblong. I don't know. Speaking it's, of it's misshapen, so oblong is a good one. I want to get into a swipe left, swipe right. That kind of goes in with oblong. Anyway, yeah. uh, so anyway, doesn't matter how big a guy's foot is or not. Fact is, he kicked it. Congratulations to the Rams. You shouldn't have won. Never should have happened. I'm done with it. We'll we'll get we'll get into the Super Bowl next week. Excited Saints. really quick. Rams excited for Andrew Whitworth. Huge, big time for Andrew Whitworth. Congratulations, Whit. Uh, we appreciate all, all the all the all the comments you have every week with us. Uh, thanks for watching. Thank you, Whit. And uh, Jake McQuaid, their long snapper, who was you know instrumental because the snaps for those kicks hey, were most were perfect. important. 
And uh, he is a former Elder Panther. Yeah, let's hope that they win the Super Bowl via a field goal and the snap is perfect and nothing bad happens and Jake I, McQuaid's remembered forever. I'd love it. The best thing that Either could way, ever, he's not going to be remembered forever. That's what I'm saying. The best snapper. thing to ever happen to a long snapper is for nobody to know who you are. So hopefully yeah. after the Super Bowl he gets a ring, nobody knows who he is, we're good to go. All right, so uh, the 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 let's get into the Chiefs game because the Chiefs game because so they're going to look into this right. The, obviously, everybody's talking about what can you what can you challenge the off season. You're going to have all these things come up. What can you challenge? What can't you challenge? I am a proponent. Uh, Bill Belichick said it for years. Give every give the coaches one more flag or one more challenge. Give them three for the game. They can decide the most important plays because you still have to. You can't challenge every play whenever you want and have infinite challenges because you have to have. That's part of the game. It's just like in baseball, the you know referees making judgment calls. That's part of the game. Now, if you get something extremely wrong, then that needs to be changed. But if it's you know a little bit here, a little bit there, okay. So, I believe. That I think I like the idea of give them three total challenges, and uh, let them challenge any call, mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, absolutely anything. And if they, you know, just go up, tell the guy what you want to challenge, he'll make an announcement to to the to the people and go from there. What that's, do you think they should do? That's what replays for to get it right. It, why are we deciding what things you can, what kind of plays you can and can't challenge? It, it, it's it's there to make sure you get the call right. Right. I even think if there's a, you know, if it's a if you think there's a pass interference and you want to challenge that, you say I think there was pass interference, check that. And they check it and and whether they see pass interference or not, there's another there's another penalty they see in there. You need to call that. You get it right. Which speaking of that, the league did come out and say they missed two calls on that because not only was it a, a pass interference, how was the helmet, helmet to helmet hit? Right. Um, uh, but that helmet to helmet that could go either way. Uh, uh, there's gray area there, but it still was. And it was. They, yeah. Sometimes they call them silly like helmet to helmet. So. I'm 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 even okay with I'm you know I'm I'm even okay with just saying all right here's what I want to challenge and just look for that. You know you got three of them. Just look for that. If it's not there, don't do it. I don't, I don't know about going back and looking at plays and challenging one thing, but finding another. I, man, get so it, much could happen. Right. There's so get many right things that me. can happen on every play, though. You'd be looking at a ton of stuff. It'd have to be involved in the actual play that they're watching. You know what I mean? So I don't. It would have to be like that call where it was helmet to helmet and pass interference. Everything happened in the same two people, same vicinity, things like that. Anyway, that's what I think. The next thing they're going to look into is going to be overtime because you had the most exciting fourth quarter of football, and you have the the goat. I hate that mm-hmm. the goat. You have the sheep or the 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 mustard, I don't know. I don't know where mustard came from. But you got you got to go. You got Tom Brady coming down doing what Tom Brady does. It, no matter which team had the ball, every time they got the ball in the fourth quarter, I was thinking, "Man, there's way too much time left if they score this quick." The whoever, either Mahomes or Brady, something's going to happen. And it did every single time. Pat Mahomes made a name for himself. That kid played phenomenally and he was right there with Brady. And and if it wasn't for D Ford, Lining up offsides, I blame his parents for naming him a letter. And D E E, yeah, that's how you spell D. And he can't. And he <laughs> that's plays. How you spell the letter D. Yeah. How else D-E-E. do you spell D? <laughs> like you spell F E F, right? Yeah. F- you spell E-F-F? You spell the letter E E E E. Yeah. Exactly. 
What are you laughing at? You spell I, H? I'm with you. How do you spell H? E-T-C-H. A-Y-C-H. Okay, that works too. There's all different ways. It's a, it's an oxymoron or something like that, right? Where it's spelled one way. I'm kidding. I know what an oxymoron is. Anyway, so back to the call. Uh, so so the offsides thing happens. They they pick a they pick the ball off and and then it's offside. So terrible. That sucks. That's on you. That is what it is. But overtime comes, and in overtime. The Chiefs offense, never the most exciting offense in the game, doesn't even get a chance to touch the ball. So now here it comes. What are we doing? How overtime in anything? Because you don't want it to be like like I hate penalty kicks in soccer. I think that's the you play ninety minutes of of like crazy soccer and the game's like nil to nil, which is dumb too. It's zero zero. So, and then all of a sudden, if you see the final score, it's like, it's like six to five <laughs> because of penalty kicks. No, that, I think that's stupid. Line up five feet in front of a goalie who's got a net 30 freaking miles long. <laughs> and he and just, just dives guesses. whichever way yeah, he decides. That's so stupid. Uh, same thing in hockey with, with penalty shots or not, but what is that what they are? Penalty shots. So there's, but there's, so overtimes, most overtimes suck. Baseball's got it right, man. You just go, just keep playing. Get another inning. Go ahead. We're just going to keep going. One more inning. I like the idea of just playing a full quarter. Give them a whole quarter, and when that quarter is over, what's the score? You get in, if, and, and, and you get a full quarter. So, say in regular, you can still have ties. You just play one overtime quarter. But in the playoffs, obviously, you just go to another quarter. And you could play all day. I don't care. But somebody's got to win. But it's got to be the game that you win because of the game. I don't, I don't, I don't like, and so basically the point is, is they won, they won the toss. Chief, the Patriots won the toss. They got the ball, and they go down, score. Chiefs never get the ball, and you don't get to see the most exciting player, in exciting offense do anything, which would have been amazing. If they want to change the rules of how how they structure overtime, that's fine, but it can't be because in this game. The most exciting player this year. It doesn't matter, but chance. that's why rules get changed because but sh- because of things like that. When, it when, shouldn't be though. That's well, not that's not a reason. What it, what it is that might that's just the overwhelming. That's what brought it over the top. People have been talking about NFL overtimes for years, and and overtime in football in general for years. There are people that don't like college overtime. There are people you know they they start too close. Which that's another thing. I'm okay with the way college does it too. If you do it in the NFL, but I don't feel like you should just automatically give somebody a field goal. I feel like if you know both teams should be able to have the ball, but start at the twenty. You know, like like if you kneeled it, you know, just give them the ball in the twenty, and you got to go eighty yards. Kick a field goal, you kick a field goal, you score, whatever. However, however it works. I don't like starting on the twenty-five of the other team on the other side of the field. Anyway, um, man, I've got the burps today. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little better than what you had last week. Boy, ain't that the truth. <laughs> Man, I'm so bummed out about that, too, because Marty, I really wanted to talk a lot about Marty Brennan, and I didn't get a chance to. Well, we've got the entire baseball season to do that. That's so. right. So, anyway, that's a that, – I don't know. You got anything you want to add to I, that? It's just – to me, that's it can't. That's what I mean. You, if you want to change it, change it, but not because Patrick Mahomes didn't get a chance. Because if you want to talk about, you know – 
it, you got to play it, it's it should be the game you are playing the game it, it if you want to make it sudden death like it is right now i think that's fine because defense is just as much a part of the game as it offense is, so you if i mean it is, but you don't have a chance if you don't get the ball if you don't get the ball but that's on your that's on your defense i agree i agree and, and totally the, I, I agree that's i mean that, well i don't know if i agree but i agree with what you're saying that it is on your defense and the, be honest let's be honest the chiefs defense sucked I mean, they're like seventh in yeah. run defense, right. and, yeah. and which you know it is what it is. When you have an offense like that, though, you're going to be the defense is going to play a lot, and there's going to be a lot of yards racked up on them because of how good your offense is. The other team's offense is going to get more chances because you're going to score a lot and give them the ball fast. Maybe there should be a different. Maybe instead of that, maybe there should be a different way instead of a coin a, a coin toss to decide who gets the ball first. Maybe you keep the rules the same. It's sudden death, but how how determine, how else do you figure it out? Oh, I, I don't know that. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Instead of a coin toss to, to decide to decide who gets the ball first, in, each kicker in a sudden death. Each kicker takes their shoe off of their longest foot. Longest footed kicker gets the ball first. Yeah. Yeah, you measure foots. That's that's really the only logical way to handle That's it. That's how I'd do it. it. If it's not that, then keep it the same because there's really no other way to, to do it. There you go. All right, so I'm, I'm I, you, you, you know how we are with football, man. It's it's exciting. It's fun. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm ready to get into something else. What about you? So am I. All right, so Absolutely. before we get into baseball, let's do a little swipe left, swipe right. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> That's swipe left and swipe sounder. right. You like that? I like when you hit the play button on that. Yep. <laughs> all right. So I'll start off. I'll start off. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Swipe left, swipe right. Girl Scout cookies. Swipe a hard right. Yes. Hard what right. is your Girl Scout cookie of choice? It is, for years and years, it was the Thin Mint. It is now the. So gross. Um, it is now the, and I'm going to forget maybe tag along or something like 100%. that. 100%. The, the peanut butter yes, and chocolate one. Yes. Okay, dude, you. the tag along is the greatest cookie ever made. First off, <laughs> chocolate and mint, they don't belong together. Just like ice cream and mint don't belong together. I don't want your mint ice cream. I don't want your York peppermint patty garbage. And I don't want your thin mints. I don't want good tasting breath and delicious sweet chocolate <laughs> to go in the same thing. It doesn't work. So, Big time swipe left to that. To There's two Girl Scout cookies I don't like. Whatever one has the coconut crap on it, yeah. disgusting. Thin mints, swipe left. I know that's the most famous. I'm a hard left on that bad boy. Tagalongs, greatest cookie ever. Let me explain something to you, okay? Mm -hmm. The best. So every year, uh, the Girl Scout cookies come in March, right? You get them at the beginning of March, I think, or something like that. And I always have my boxes of Tagalongs. During the tournament, yep. the NCAA tournament. Absolutely. So for years now, probably since high school, or since I got out of high school, I'd say, I one day of the turn of the first three four days, I will sit in front of my TV with multiple boxes of tagalongs and a half a gallon of milk, mm -hmm. and that's all I eat during the during that day of tournament play. That's as good a tradition as I can think of. So you love dipping cookies in milk, tagalongs. Most people feel they're difficult. A lot of people like to freeze them. Uh, I actually heard a guy today, my boss likes to freeze them and then kind of break them up and put them in his ice cream. I'm good with that too. But the freezing thing, I'm cool. That's cool. Everybody loves frozen chocolate. I'm, you know, it is what it is. But I'm going to tell you the best way to eat a tag along. Let me hear it. You can't dip it in milk, right? Because of the chocolate outside, nothing soaks in. You take a little nibble, 
All right, just a little nibble into, make sure you get into the cookie part so it opens the pores of the cookie. You turn then, if that, if that bite is at the top of the cookie, turn your cookie uh, about, I don't know, 45, degree, 45 degrees, dip into the milk to where the milk gets to where you took the bite, and let it slowly suck up the milk into the cookie. And your cookie doesn't break like an Oreo and fall into your milk because it's got the chocolate outside coating to hold the delicious milk for my tag along dip. <laughs> let me let me tell you two things about that. One, um, that sounds like a lot of work. Dude, <laughs> a no, whole look, lot of work. A lot of work. Look, it's this. That's all I did. I just took a little nibble. If the sideways turn goes with the dip, your hand automatically turns. So bite, dip. You still have to position out. your hand correctly no. on the cookie, you grab the cookie so that you're not dipping your fingers in the milk every time. Well, your fingers are going to go you're, – you're going to get a little milky on the end of your finger. It's going to happen. You're going to get some milky tips. Okay. You want to wear gloves. You want to do right. something like that. You're going to get milky tips. For some, for some reason, that makes me uncomfortable um, when you no, say that. No, no, no. No, no. Listen, listen. Milky tips. <laughs> Okay, that didn't help at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two, <laughs> number two, um, I I'm I'm impressed. I I uh, I'm impressed with your the research and development that had to go into that. It's years, dude, years of it. And people used to tell me I was crazy about tagalongs because I buy tagalongs by the case if I could. Mm-hmm. And everybody go to thin Kro- mints, thin yeah. mints, and this nasty. This nasty tropical coconut garbage <laughs> that they got. Everybody's telling me those are the best. Hmm. Caramel delights or something. Right, right, it's got right, caramel. Right. I love caramel, not with coconut. Thank you. And Same. slowly, you know what's becoming the most famous cookie? The tag-along. Tag-along. Once again, I used to wear jeans. I'd wear them until I wore them out and they'd have holes in them. Now, all of a sudden, people buy jeans with holes in them. <laughs> Who started that? You st- you did. Daddy started that. You did, Daddy. Who started the tag-along, <laughs> Who started the tag-along trend? Daddy started. You that. did, Daddy. Um, <laughs> listen. Speaking of feeling uncomfortable, <laughs> if you say you did, Daddy, one more time, <laughs> I, I'm I'm not with you on the thin mints. I I like thin mints. Disgusting. I put them in the freezer. They're delicious. Gross. I think gross. Um, I'm not. I'm into the chocolate and the peanut butter together. Um, it, just that that taste. So I don't dip. I don't dip my cookies. I don't dip my cookies. So, but I'm with you though. I I watch I will sit there and go through boxes my all by myself of tagalongs thin mints whatever they are yeah um during the tournament I and I have a problem I'm going to tell you right now if you have a daughter a niece anything like that hit us up on Facebook I'll buy some girl scout cookies from you It's got I, it's, every person that asks me yeah. I always buy like my my niece when my niece was in girl scouts I bought like four or five from her Aaron's cousin was in it for years I always buy four or five from them But the people just random girls come to my door front door boom two boxes Yeah I walk into a customer or something like that they got something sitting on sitting on the counter boom two boxes mm-hmm. I'm constantly I buy two I I had like 12 boxes of cookies last year. Yeah. The, the thing is, they've gotten quite a bit more expensive than they used to be. How um, much are they now? Uh, three fifty, four bucks, something like that. I feel like that's not that bad. If you go to the store, especially the, 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 the problem with the tag-alongs is you get less cookies 
with it the did, tag along. That does than suck. Any it's other. fifteen. You get like a fifteen. It's a fifteen pack. It takes me like five minutes to eat a box of tag alongs. It does. You know, for three fifty four bucks, you go there, you can get two packages of Oreos for yeah. For four but when bucks. I dip my Oreos in milk, they just disintegrate into nothing, and then I got to drink all my milk to get the cookie that fell into the bottom of my milk jug. What, what you don't want to do in milky tips. That's a full milky <laughs> finger. What you don't want to do. What you don't want to do, Daddy, is put it is is hold the cookie in the milk for like ten minutes. If that's what you're doing, it sounds like that's what you're you doing. You gotta soak that thing, man. Oh, that thing's man. got to be good to go. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. I need. I you need. You throw it in there just enough to taste the milk on it. That's not, it. Not taste the milk on it. The milk needs to be in it. it. Well, it gets in it just enough. Well, you take the tag along, dip it. Perfect. Sealed chocolate sealed cookie. I'm going to try it one time. Um, and it'll be tried one time, and then it'll be done <laughs> multiple times after that. it'll be from there on out. From there on out, exactly. All right, swipe left, swipe right. Here we go. Oblong, right? That's a goofy word. Okay. Swipe left, swipe right to using the word alley-oop. <laughs> it's one of those words. There are some words in sports that are really silly and would be embarrassing in any other walk of life, I think I feel like. Yeah. But like especially in basketball, that's been my thing. My you know, sure. my only my biggest thing in my life is basketball. Has been basketball. So there are words involved in the sport that I don't even think about. You just I, say alley oop today. So Xavier lost today. It was a crushing blow. I don't want to talk about the game at all. However, uh Providence had multiple alley oops in the game and I was starting to get pissed off. And I said, I looked at my dad and I said, he was sitting next to me at the game. I said, eh, they've got they've got to stop the alley oop. And as I said it, I went, alley oop. That's the weirdest what like how where did that come from? Swat, uh, were so, you in an alley? To, in in what's an oop? Did, were, were you in an alley and you accidentally threw the ball up to the guy and you went oop, my bad. It was first invented in the ABA in the 70s um and it was uh portrayed on the movie the Will Ferrell movie Semi-Pro. Um they did like they they did in a game like the very first alley-oop ever oh man so anyway. somebody's already had this conversation um well no it's just a joke in the movie oh um, man i wanted i thought this was a really good I it is a really good. good thing because i swipe left on alley-oop yeah I, so what i you? use it i use it because that's just been the the term that was determined at some point that that's what that's called a lob. Most pe- a lot of people say now lob it's, now. Now it's a lob. Now it's a lot lob, lob city or, and, and stuff like that. But I spent 37 years saying alley-oop, and it it's just, just one of those out. things. But if you really do, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% with you on this. If you really do think about it, that's the silliest, weirdest, <laughs> most crazy. dumb thing. Isn't it? It's, it's, it's weird. So I, I, am, I am making it a point in my life to never say, unless I'm making fun of it or talking about it like this, mm-hmm. but in a game, I'm not going to say, Alley oop, not gonna do it anymore. I like that. I'm 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 taking it out of my vocabulary in game. I like it. I, I I like I like your decision on that. Thank you. So anyway, I swipe left to alley oop as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that's the only ones I got, man. Okay. Um, I, I'll give you one real quick, and we could probably talk about this for a while, but but we'll we'll do it quickly. Let's do it later. Let's do it later. Let's do it later. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, let's move on to the Hall of Fame. Yep. Congratulations uh, to to the three. Is it three? Three newest Hall of Famers? It's uh, four. All right, so you got uh, Mariano Rivera, Mike Mussina, um, 
Roy Halladay. Ah, Roy Halladay. That's the one I keep forgetting. Ed, Roy Halladay. Edgar Martinez. Edgar Martinez. So, Roy Halladay, this one's going to – that's kind of a bummer because uh, dude trying to fly some kind of crazy airplane wrecked and died last year. Mm-hmm. So, that's going to be a tough time. I, I found out today his son – Eighteen uh, years old, uh, pitching at Penn State or something like that. Yes. He's pitching somewhere. That's correct. Yep. Yeah, Penn State. Uh, so good for him. I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for that family. They need good things to happen in their life, and this is a good thing. Um, but let's be honest. The reason we're talking about the Hall of Fame, there's two reasons. One, Mike Musina. Eh, you know. Eh, eh, eh. You, could, you could argue for or against. Sure, you could argue for or against. Without a doubt, I think Mariano Rivera belongs in the Hall of Fame. Mariano Rivera became the first unanimous decision to go into the Hall of Fame. That makes me upset for one reason. Not because he was the first unanimous, but because it took this long. And guys got skipped over that should have been. Like Ken Griffey Jr. should have been the first. Or, you know, when he was two years ago, he should have been the first. He was the highest vote getter ever at 99.3 or something like that percent. Should have been first. I'm a little annoyed by that. As I keep thinking about this, they're they're in the Hall of Fame anyway. That 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 number, how many people voted for you, means nothing. It, Literally, he he is the exact same as Mike Musina. They're both in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Because once you're in the Hall of Fame, and especially the more the more time that passes, people don't really remember no. at what percentage your vote. You have to have seventy five percent of the vote, right? Correct. Musina, so so Rivera was a hundred percent. Musina was seventy seventy six point seven, I think. Yeah, and you got to have seventy five percent of the vote to, and you can vote for up to ten people. You don't have to vote for ten people. Bonds and Clemens both uh, jumped up a little bit uh, from fifty six. They went to from like fifty six, fifty seven up to fifty nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have three more years left. Obviously, there's the the weird thing is is somebody had to vote for Barry Bonds and not Roger Clemens because I think Roger Clemens was like 0.3% less than Barry Bonds. Which is so silly. Explain to me how you're voting how you're you're voting for Barry Bonds, but for some reason you're still not voting for Roger Clemens. Who maybe, is that guy? Maybe if you believe that Barry Bonds didn't wasn't involved in performance enhancing drugs and Roger Clemens was or something or but you have a personal on, problem with that don't make any that, that, come on. At, Nobody the, thinks that. Nobody thinks that. At this point, as far as all that stuff goes, enough time has passed for me. I don't care about that stuff anymore. I don't care either. They both should be in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. I think it, they both should be in the Hall of Fame. You could take Manny out this. Ramirez should be in there easily too. He's he's way below them. Yeah, he's easily deserving. Manny, he's way below Manny them. Manny got busted multiple thing. times. I mean, he, he you know, and it like you said, it is what it is. I I think it's stupid. I think they'll make it in. I think they're going to make it in. It'll probably be their very last year. But I think that it'll I think it'll happen. You're getting you're starting to see some some of the old hats fall out, and there's 400 voters. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's going to happen. Those two those two are going to make it. Which you know that many voters I guess is the if, reason that you're going to have at least one not voting for. It still doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any it's sense. It's still to me at all. really frustrating. Yeah. I know there's nothing you can do about it at this point. But your Ken Griffey Juniors, your Nolan Ryan's, your Cal Ripkins. Your Tony Gwynn's, Bob Gibson's, Sandy Koufax's, uh, ev- Hank Aaron's, yeah. the guys that there's no debate. There is no debate about whether or not they should be in the Hall of Fame. Right. Somehow somebody decides to v- not vote I, for like, them. Like, literally, think about that. Tony Gwynn, right? Like, look at Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn's a Hall of Famer. 
Like, you know, like I'm saying before he retired. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Like, we all know he's a Hall of Famer. But somebody purposely left him off the ballot. Purposely left him off the ballot because he they they didn't want him to be unanimous. Same thing with Griffey. Same thing with like I'm saying like like you said, Bob. Like think about that. Like does it matter? Does it really matter if you leave him off? No, it doesn't because he's going into the Hall of Fame. He's going in. So why be why be an idiot and do that? There's some kind of, <clears throat> some kind of vendetta you would think uh, against that player, although. Especially for a guy like Tony Gwynn, who was loved by everybody. Yeah, and first, like, it, but that's not supposed. To, it's not what kind of person they are. Right. You're not voting on the person they are. Right. Ty Cobb's in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. <laughs> He's the biggest assholes ever walked the face of the earth. Right. Yeah. But still, uh, if if that's a reason for somebody to not vote you in, if a lot of people couldn't stand Barry Bonds as a as a person, sure, maybe that's a reason. It should never be a reason to vote or not vote somebody in. No, it's ridiculous. But, but that might be a reason. But if that's a reason that somebody wouldn't, a guy like Tony Gwynn, a guy like Cal Ripken Jr., guys like those that were easily Hall of Fame, all time great players, and super good guys, yeah, by all accounts, there what would be the reason other than there's a problem with you? If yeah, you're not voting, you're them. you're a baseball writer. You're an old hat. You got problems. You have issues. You you've got you've got this thing where nobody's ever done it. Now, thank God, Mario Rivera got voted in unanimously. I'm I'm so excited because now when players come in, it's not going to be a big deal anymore. It it should people should be should retire, and you should look at him and go, 100. That dude's unanimous. That's, like there's there's no doubt. Derek Jeter next year. Will be a no doubt unanimous vote. The dude deserves it. I mean, he, Mr. October, one of the greatest playoff. I mean, he just, he, he is what it is. He's, he may not be one of the best players of all time. Yeah, that's fine. But let's yeah. be honest. I mean, the dude was one of the best teammates. I mean, he was a great player. He was. 3, he, he was. Still, he was. still had 3,000 hits. He's still, yeah. you know, hell of a guy. It's just, I don't know, man. It's, it, it, it just kills me that these people will purposely leave you off a ballot even though you're the greatest. It's also odd, and 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 I think most people probably consider Mario Rivera the greatest closer of all time. Yeah. But it's but it's it's even more odd that he's the one that yeah, is the first closer because for years and years people didn't want to vote closers in at all. No, there are only what was there one closer in? Well, yeah, or like two closers. I think Lee Smith like is that? in there, right? Lee Smith just I think Lee, he just that, did, that wasn't right? too Which, much too long ago. I don't know what ha- what he did between the end of his career and wh- however many years it took to get him in there. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's but there are only three or something yep. in there yeah so 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 the your first unanimous is going to be a closer yeah that's I, I, that's that's it's, it's because he's me. a yankee that's what it is it's because he's a yankee that's the, the whole deal at I the think same it's time a, a lot yankee. of people hate the yankees so they wouldn't vote for him because the, i don't know i mean yeah it's polarizing team i don't know but the but uh, going into that though how about Edgar Martinez, who for years people said would never make it because he was specifically a DH, never played the field. First, is he the first? No. First DH? I don't know. Might be. Um, Either way. That, it was his 10th year on the ballot. That dude. Why is he just now voted in? Well, and a lot of that is people, there There are, I mean, there, there are people out there that are, I don't know how you say it, like hired to call these sports writers and hype up different players. Like they're like, like Edgar Martinez has people that are calling people going, Hey, I don't know. He doesn't hire him. I'm sure it's maybe his agent. I don't know who does or the team Seattle. I don't know, but somebody's out there. There's always people 
pushing for certain players. It happens all the time around that time of the year. Ex players talking about their talking about their guys on social media and making calls to the guys trying to push their guy to get it. So it's just a matter of I think I think a lot of that is if you're an iffy guy, people leave you off. Like if Griffey's out there, some people will just write Ken Griffey Jr. and not write anybody else because they want him to go by himself. Or they'll only write a couple guys. But to be honest, I mean, the field kind of cleared up over the last few years. It opened up a little bit this year. Yeah, but still, I, not everybody vote. You can vote maximum 10 guys, but not everybody votes for 10 most guys. Most people you don't. Can vote for, From the way I understand right. it, most people don't. But – so then, I mean, what you never it, have what made more it happen than, this year. Like this is a big class. I feel like four guys. Yeah, four guys plus the what, two or three from yeah, the. They, uh, I don't know what it's called anymore. The, I thought it was the Veterans Committee, but there's some old else. people, old 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 people division yeah. or something. Yeah. So, so this is going to be a big class, um, but a big class is four. You know, like yeah. what? Why, why is it? Why are guys not getting in? You know, are you voting? There were like I counted like twelve or fifteen guys that were on the ballot that received zero votes. Guys like Kevin Euclidus, Juan Pierre, like those kind of guys. Well, there's once that happens, if you have less than twelve percent of the vote, you're taken off. Right, the, yeah, you yeah. won't be on. They were so all first. They're, they're all, first, all year first year guys, year. and you hit. There's there's certain criteria, and if you meet the criteria, you're automatically on. Uh, even if you're not even close to being a Hall of Famer, it's a certain amount of years uh, in the league and at bat. Uh, there's there's different things that go into it. So yeah, those guys aren't going to make it. They're done. They're but I don't know. It's 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 the the, the Hall of Fame. They've they've got there's got to be a different way to do it. It'll never change. It's always going to be sports writers. Uh, We're in agreement that it shouldn't be though, right? Yes, one hundred percent. We we had this conversation last year. Yes, I can't stand it. It's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. No, nope. I, I I have such a problem with the way Hall of Halls of Fame and All Star Games. I've been very clear about that. Uh-huh. I know people are getting sick of hearing the All Star. But in, in in the more I think about it, the All Star Game, man, this is tough for me because I keep going back and I, I I'm such a back and forth. Like I try to talk myself, like try to play devil's advocate to myself mm-hmm. so I can see the other side. It's an exhibition game for the fans. I don't. It, let the fans vote. Let them have a little say in it, but just not as much say as they as they get. Let them have a little bit. And don't it's call it the them. all-star game. That's fine. Call it the favorite player game or something call it, like call that. It, call it the uh, – yeah, you can call it the favorite the, – the, the fans exhibition game. Something like that. I'm good with that. I don't care what you call it. It's always going to be the all-star game because that's just how it is. But that's my thing. That's that's um, just, just another point to it. But the Hall of Fame, I mean, that's legit, man. That's – that's not just some exhibition game, man. That is the pinnacle of these people's careers. And you're, the people that are voting on them are people that, like you said, I mean, Barry Bonds wasn't liked by by, by the media. Mm-hmm. So there's people that are going to have a vendetta. That's not the way that that should be voted on. Nope. It should not. it be straight s- stats and things like that? You know, I, I, I think there's so much more. I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. I feel like it should be former players. It should be the peers of these guys that played against, uh, with and against them. I think that that's what makes the most sense to me. Yeah, is guys who played in those eras. So any retired player, maybe you even say any retired player who played like ten or more years or eight or more years in the major leagues gets to vote. You don't have to vote, mm-hmm. but if you want to vote, 
you, I mean, it's going to be yeah. thousands of guys probably that well, have an opportunity. I I mean, you, you put that eight to ten year mark. That's, that's maybe not uh, thousands, but yeah, up there, pretty uh, There's a lot. Four hundred people voting now, so it it would be it would be more than that. I feel like, but yeah. but you don't have to vote. So even if you even if half the guys vote, you still might get four hundred votes, right? And that's plenty. And that's the the people. And look. They're, they could do the same thing. They could vote for. They could not vote for guys who deserve it that they just didn't like. Guys who played against Barry Bonds, who hated his guts or something like that, you know, might not vote for him. But it makes more sense to me for the people who the the guys who played with and against those guys. They have the best sense of who was a great player and who wasn't, and who most deserved for not only on the field stuff, but stuff that that they know about those guys that. You know, you know, might be some, you know, some extra little thing yeah. that that they feel like they deserve to be recognized as an all-time great because they were a great player and because of whatever else, because of their work ethic or whatever sure. else they how they were know, in the locker room, the things like right, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, being a good teammate, things like yeah. that. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm okay with that. I think. Do we just fix? Did we just fix the Hall of Fame voting? Did you just fix there, it? There's, there's. I think you just fixed it. There Let's has call, to be some Rob reason. Where's Rob Manford? Do you got yeah, There has still? to be some reason that that's not because that's too simple. <laughs> it's got to be some reason that's not being done now. It just doesn't make sense to have the the writers do it. But anyway, you think A. Rod will make it? I, he easily deserves to. I mean, if we're talking about Bonds and Clemens making it, yes, A. Rod should easily be in there. He's not going to though, is he? I. I guess not. I that dude turned his life be. around and has become somebody again. You know, I mean, he. I was never as down on him as everybody else was, to be honest with you. But I, didn't, I never. Uh, I don't but know. I, know, I know a lot of people didn't like him and whatever. I, he's a phenomenal baseball player. He phenomenal. won. He won an MVP on a last place team. You know, has that ever been done before or again? Probably not. I doubt it too. Congratulations, Alex Rodriguez. For winning the MVP on <laughs> with the Texas well, the with Texas, the Texas Rangers, Rangers team that probably won sixty games. Yeah. The reason they lost is because they couldn't pay anybody else. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, from from speaking of speaking of the Hall of Fame, let's talk about the Reds' biggest new big giant Hall of Fame size move. Speaking of spreading the money around to spreading several people, spreading the money around. Sonny Gray, Sonny Gray. So the uh, shed long gone. Poor guy got traded immediately after, after uh, literally got picked up by the Yankees and then traded to the Mariners. Mariners. Uh, so Shedlong is gone. Uh, another prospect is what it is. We got we got another mediocre pitcher, and everybody's super excited about it. This dude's got a four point nine ERA last year. Uh, what was it? Yeah, four point nine ERA last year. Three point seven two the year before that. Uh, I mean, when he was in Oakland, his first three years, he was phenomenal. He was great in Oakland. He was awesome. Uh, he he's 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 mediocre now, and I don't know if he's going to be any better. Here's the deal, though. He he gets out there and and he gets some innings. He'll eat up some innings. Uh, no, no, he won't. I take that back. He's thrown over 200 innings twice in his career. His second, third year in in uh, Oakland. Last year, 130. Year before that, 65. Year before that, ninety-seven. The, uh, so, is he going to be an eating inning innings eater upper? I don't know. I, I. It depends on how well he pitches. I mean, it, we also don't know how 
uh, David Bell handles his pitching staff, whether yeah. he's a guy that pulls a guy who's going good after six innings. He's a big he sabermetric kind of guy, so I would assume that there's going to there's gonna be a whole lot of bullpen being used. Possibly. We saw that really kick off, like really get big last year. Yeah. People would – people. Uh, there, there were, were guys starting that starting bullpen right. yes. guys out of their bullpen. Um, so, so I'm happy that the Reds are making these moves. It's good. And they're trending in the right direction because the, it's not a normal thing for them to go out and get free agents. I love it. I love them going out and doing this. They said they were going to go at, in the free agent marketing. They, actually, they haven't signed a free agent yet. They've been trades. Right. And I think a big part of that is uh, the Machado-Harper uh, deal. Once those two sign, you're going to start seeing people start going. But everybody's just kind of waiting uh, for the Machado-Harper uh, What's taking so long with that? Anyway? I don't know because I heard it was supposed to be done by the end of last week, for at least with Machado. I think these dudes are just holding baseball hostage because that's that's what's going on. People want to find out if they're going to get him, if they're not going to get him, and then they're going to decide who the next free agents go after. And the rest of the free agents are waiting for them to sign to see what kind of money they get to see where they're going to fit in in their free agent market. So you're just not you're not going to see free agents sign like the Reds wanted to do, and they said they got the money to do it. Although I guess technically this is. Because they did re-sign Sonny Gray when they, they – it was all based on they had to reach an agreement with Sonny Gray. So they yep. did sign Sonny Gray to a multi-year deal mm-hmm. and and picked him up. So I would consider that a trade free agent, a free agent trade. How about yeah, that? They, like they, that? Yeah, they extended him. That was part of the deal. They had After they agreed with the Yankees on the trade, they had 72 hours to sign him to an extension. And he – he said, I mean, he said all kinds of great things already about the Reds. He's yeah. really excited to be here. Said his dad was a Reds fan. Said he loves chili. Uh, yeah. he's, he's trying uh, to. He's doing all the right things, man. He's doing all the right things. Here's the deal. You want to do? You want to get into the right things? Answer my tweet back. Come on to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Let's get Sonny Gray on. Just chat. Get, get on. I mean, if you want to come to the house, you can come to the house. Sure. Just call me up, man. Yep. Call me from a burner phone. Call me from a pay phone. I don't care. I don't sure. need your number. I don't want your number. I just want <laughs> yeah. to talk to you once. <laughs> we would we would love to have uh, Sonny Gray or really any Red right now to to even just react to all the moves that yeah. have gone on this postseason and ex Reds, former Reds, sure. uh, Reds fans. No, I mean yeah, I mean <laughs> we know a lot of those. We know That'd a be lot pretty of those. Easy. Yeah, that's pretty simple. But yeah, you know. Come on on to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I know you guys listen because I see you on SoundCloud. It shows me who's listening, and I see Johnny Bench out there listening all the time. George Foster listened last week. Um, we, you know, we, we're getting some old Reds listening. Yeah, uh, there was also a guy in Nigeria who listened to us last week. Mm-hmm. So Italy, Italy, appreciate we're, we're both huge of those. in yep. Italy now. Huge in Italy, we appreciate all of the listens. Uh, speaking of that, we're the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. You can catch us on Facebook, SoundCloud. Uh, what else we do? iTunes, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I'm just gonna repeat what you say. Um, um, um America Online, America. <laughs> um, Microsoft Windows 95. Yeah, yeah. You um, catch us on all of them. Yeah, uh, Castbox. So, um, <laughs> on that note, I'm I'm excited about what they're doing. They said they were going to spend money. They they this was the first time they spent money, but they're they're making moves. The Reds don't do that, and this year has to be the year, man. Marty's leaving. They have got to do something. The I think by do I think they will do something, but by doing something, I think they'll just be better than they've been the last few years. I'm good with that, and and I am too because compete like, for the division, compete for the division, be in it. They they will a little, I think. I don't think they'll win the division. I don't know that I think they'll they'll make the playoffs, but 
just because I'm excited. I've been really, I was really excited about Tanner Roark. I was really excited about Alex Wood. I was really excited about Sonny Gray because they, because they're better options than what we've had the last few years. (laughs) Exactly. To your point, when you first started this though, Sonny Gray is coming off a a roughish year. Roark's coming off a roughish year. Um, and Alex Wood is coming off uh, okay year. Okay years, those guys are coming up. So they're, they're still all young enough where they can bounce back. They all have had pretty good success in seasons past before. Um, and they have, they've already proven themselves to be decent to good major league pitchers right. at times. So there's, you know, and, and everybody's excited about the coaching staff, the, you know, the, the new pitching coach, and um, it's Derek Johnson, I think, or Derek Johnson. Der- uh, why does uh, it sound? I don't know. Anyway. I don't, I don't know what his name is, um, something like that. It, uh, for some reason, it's it's not coming to me. But, something um, Johnson. I'm looking something else up. Um, so anyway, it is Derek Johnson. So, there you go. Um, but he, you know, everybody's excited about him. He did a great job with the staff in uh, in Milwaukee. So, you know, people are really high on him. So these new guys coming in, coming off tough years, they'll get with him. Um, they they brought back um, uh, the guy who I thought was going to be um, the former Red Sox manager, the guy who worked in the front office this past year that I thought was going to be the next Reds manager, uh, for, uh, Farrell, John Farrell, yeah. um, to be a pitching consultant, I believe it was. Um, so they're they're, you know, forming a – forming a different story around their pitching than they've had the last few years. They're setting it up to be a lot better, um, and I hope, hopefully there's potential to be a lot better. I don't know if I feel like it's going to be so significantly better that, it, that we're going to win the division, you know, that we're going to win the Central. Just, or, just, just being better is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Just I, be better. And, and if you're better with this offense, we have a, a phenomenal offense. Yeah. That, uh, just just a little better is going to do a lot is going to go a long way yeah so i'm i'm excited man i but you know how i am man i'm mr optimistic i'm excited about yeah. everything i think the i thought the reds were going to win it all last year so you know it, it is what it is um you and uh, you and tyler both me yeah i'm 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 still there man i'm still there <laughs> uh speaking of tyler uh is a is a good friend of ours uh blood relative as in he's our cousin uh, he also has a podcast on the opposite coast, West Coast boy, L.A., UCLA student. Uh, check out his uh, – the cheap seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On UCLARadio.com. Oh. Yep. Every Wednesday, 5 p.m. Pacific. Which so is it's eight, at 8 o'clock. Which is eight. It starts <laughs> at 8 o'clock. On <laughs> eight you, if you're watching this or listening to this, it probably starts at 8 o'clock. Hey, uh, look. Unless you're in Nigeria in, uh, or, or Italy or, Italy or, or Netherlands. The, the Netherlands has popped in there a few times. Yeah, so, we're, we're, uh, in, we're big know, there, doing too. Doing big things, brother. You got to just get on um, get on America Online. Use it as your search engine and look up the – Search Witboy uh, screen name. Search, yep, yeah, at Witboy. What at, was your uh, screen name on AOL? Uh, Adam Reds fan. Adam Reds fan. And, nice. Um, That's a good one. And uh, Everybody thought that like I'd get in chat rooms and they thought I was a racist because they thought I was white boy, but I was whip boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Missing a yeah, knee yeah. there, home slice. <laughs> um, yeah, so so get on there and find out what the uh, time difference is wherever you are. Wherever you live. And that's, it's yeah. 5 o'clock Pacific, 8 o'clock Eastern. Cheap Seats Radio. There you Cheap go. Seats. All right, so from there, uh, let's do what we like to do. 
the big three. We're going to jump to the NBA. Yes, sir. All right, so the big three uh, is actually going to be it's going to be a little mixture. We're going to go through these kind of quick though. Okay. Yep. Uh, I think we can I think we can go through these quick because the big three big three things in the NBA right now. Um, we'll start off with what I think is one is the biggest thing going on right now, and that's Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony was after sitting after he performed so poorly and uh, the you know the Rockets weren't winning early in the season. They had a rough start. Um, he was not performing well. He was averaging like 13 points a game. Uh, he played 10 games with them, and he, um, they decided to part ways even though he stayed on the roster. Yep. So he's been on the roster for two months and has not played. He's just been, I guess, working out on his own or whatever. I don't. Uh, has he even been at the game? He hasn't even no. been at games, right? No, he's, yeah. he's not on they the They basically just told him to get the – Heck out of there! He's he's on the same island that uh, J.R. Smith is. They're living off the land together. Uh, you know, I don't know, climbing trees and getting coconuts and. Um, Man, I, that sounds like that would be a fun thing to do: climb trees and get coconuts. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what you do on a, on a deserted island. Um, anyway, me both. Uh, talk to a volleyball name it Wilson or whatever. I don't know. Um, anyway. Those guys have both. Those guys are both on their respective rosters and have been asked to not be part of the team. That's so great for the last couple months. So, so anyway, um, Carmelo gets traded to the Bulls. He gets traded to the Bulls. There are a couple other little pieces like draft rights to a couple guys and stuff sure. like that. Um, ultimately, the Bulls have said they will. He will not play. He will not play for them. So the uh, the NBA trade deadline is February seventh, I believe. A couple weeks from they're now, they're basically keeping him on the roster right now. And they're going to try to make a trade, and if a trade doesn't pop up by the deadline, they're they're just going to waive him. Yep. And as long yeah, as long as he clears waivers, they're going to waive they're going to waive him and then or release him, and then he will become a free agent for anyone to pick up. So who is the team? Is there a team out there that wants Carmelo Anthony? Does anybody really want a old? I don't want to say washed up, maybe washed up. Uh, you know, uh, we talked earlier today about <clears throat> the ball sticking sometimes when it, instead of moving, and when the ball gets to him, it sticks, mm-hmm. it's stuck. Um, you know, does is anybody looking for that or even want that? The thing is that that's the that's the book on him now, but there's still potential because he was. I mean, people considered him probably the best scorer in the league for a few years. Um, you know, at his at his in his prime, probably early Knicks days, uh, you know, maybe like maybe even the last year or two in uh, Denver, first few years in, with the Knicks, and he could possibly still be that. He can he, still score. I mean, in, in the in the ten games he played this year, he 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 scored twenty points uh, four times, almost four times, seventeen one game. But I mean, he had a twenty eight point game, twenty four points, twenty two points. Uh, you don't just do that on accident in the NBA. My man can still do something. It's just, will he be okay with doing it? He he said early, well, he said when he was still with Oklahoma City last year that he, like, laughed at a reporter that suggested that he might come off the bench and said, you know, that's ridiculous in so many words. Right. Um, but he, he, once he got to Houston, he realized, oh, man, wait a minute. So Oklahoma City, it didn't work out with them. They traded me to the Hawks and never played a game with them. They got rid of me. I signed with the Rockets. 
I'm my opportunities are getting slimmer and slimmer here. That was I, the best opportunity for him. Yeah, it seemed like it, and it didn't work out for him there either. Um, so, you know, people were talking about the Lakers as a possibility because he and LeBron are, are good him friends. Him and LeBron are buddies, and, and LeBron's already told D. Wade to kick rocks because he didn't work out. And, and, you know, so it's not like if he gets there and things aren't working out, LeBron's not just going to keep him around. He's going to tell him to kick rocks. So – what? That's another one. Kick rocks. Why does that mean leave? Kick I, rocks. Um, I might kick I rocks on my way to see you. You you could if you're walking. Yeah. Yeah. You tell me to leave. I might kick rocks leaving too. Yep. You can anyway, kick rocks besides really the anytime you'd like. So uh, <laughs> so the Lakers eh, will it be a good fit. They don't really have a shooter, but is he willing to just sit at three point sit at the three point line and let LeBron kick it out to him all day long? Uh, I mean, really, it, that kind of makes sense. If he can, if he can be a shooter, if he can shoot the ball efficiently and and you know at a decent percentage, then he can. And if he's willing to to make himself just kind of a spot up shooter, another problem was he wasn't playing much defense. He's never been a great defender, um, so that that hurts a team too. You're you're hurting your your team mostly on the defensive end. And then if you're not being a really good scorer, then you're not bringing a whole lot of value. So if he can be, who better to play with than LeBron, who's going to draw as much attention as anybody and, and is as good at, as anybody at making the cross-court pass to the open guy in the yep. corners or the wings or whatever. Um, you know, if you're willing to be that player to change your game like Kevin Love did and like Chris Bosh did, then it might work out for you. It, you might find a little bit of success there. Um, besides that, though, possibly Portland, I heard. Nah, maybe. I've heard the Sixers. I don't know. He, he ain't going to work. I'm going to be honest with you. He's not going to work out anywhere he goes because he can't play defense, and that's the whole part. That's going to be the whole problem. His offense doesn't make up for his defense. I don't, I don't feel like he's going to fit anywhere. He's going to get waved by the Bulls. It's going to suck because he's the type of player. He had the type of career that he should be. he should be retiring from somewhere not like every other schlub tom dick and harry that just they don't retire they just don't get picked up what about what about if he's the tracy mcgrady the spurs tracy mcgrady the spurs picked up tracy mcgrady and i think they did they win a championship with him he sat the bench he didn't play he hardly played for them but he was with the spurs for a year or two at the end of his career and they were a great they still had tim duncan and 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 Ginobili and so, Parker. But, but, so, so Tracy McGrady though is a different type of cat. Like Tracy McGrady, uh, I don't know how to say this. Uh, you know, he 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 was. I, I can see him being good in the locker room, good with kids, and you know, telling them you know the good old days and who I am and what I used to do and showing them things. I feel like Carmelo Anthony just seems like a dude that's off to the side by himself, doesn't want to help anybody. I could be wrong about that. I don't, like I said, it's just how I feel. But I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't feel like I've I've really seen anything that makes it seem like he would be a detriment to your locker room. But is I don't that the know. guy you want your younger players paying attention to, though. Well, but you know, if he's if he's comfortable with just being in a reserve role on a, on a decent team like that, and I'm the Spurs have kind of turned it around already. They're they're not the same Spurs that they were for twenty years, but they're better than everybody thought they were going to be. Still, so. 
maybe he maybe he does jump on the bench there and he plays 20 minutes a game or something like that yeah. 18 20 minutes a game and you know he gets a few shots up you know Popovich isn't going to stand for you know if you don't play defense so maybe that doesn't work out because of that I don't know but if, I, I just don't know where the spot is because of the defensive side of things the guy doesn't and if you're only going to be a guy that comes out and you're basically just going to be a three and d off the bench kind of guy you're going to have to play defense otherwise you're a liability out there there's no reason for me to even put you out there yeah. unless it's at the end of the game and i need a shot he's still he's still as good or better than i think some guys who are as bad or worse defensively but, I think but they know play. their role. They know what they're going to do. Uh, Carmelo, is Carmelo even going to accept 15 minutes? Is he going to start getting pissy and, and, and throw tantrums and, and, you know, not, and basically tell you he's not going to do that? It seems like he's, because he is starting to understand my, you know, my opportunities are a lot more limited now than they were before. Just in the last year, two, two years. I Suddenly, I don't know if he thinks that or he understands. You got, well, man, these guys got talking heads all around him telling him you're the greatest. You can still do it. This, he, that, the other. He, he's veteran enough to know where he's at now. He signed a he signed a veteran minimum deal right. to play with the Rockets. He knows that's where he's at right now. Right. I mean, he 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 yeah, did he thought he, he was going to win. A, he thought he was winning a championship with the Rockets. So he, he did come off the bench for them too. Yeah, you know, true. so it, it, he's got to understand. If it, if he doesn't, you're right. If he doesn't. And he's like, I still want to get 20 shots a game, and I want to play 35 minutes. That he's not going to get that anywhere. Yeah. You know where he's going to get that? He's going to get that in China, oh, China, or he's going to get that in Italy, a, in another well. place that he can make a decent a, a decent living, and he will be a superstar there. People would love to do it. People a would love super, to bring him in. Stefan Marbury was the best player in China for like ten years after he hey, left the man, NBA. Don't knock on them Starburries. I couldn't stand Stefan Marbury, but anyway, I had me some I had me some Starburries <laughs> from Dave and Buster's. Did you? Not the shoes, but the the shorts. Tw- oh, okay, or the okay. shants or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, right. Um, he he was right there with Iverson for me. Anyway, um, man, you don't like anybody that's fun. <laughs> You're right. I I do hate fun. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I really, it, legitimately, he could. That is an that is a pretty good option so, for him yeah. because because a team like that he, in another country would take him on and make him the biggest star, give him all the shots he wants. Yeah, you know his it, whole thing, his best friend's whole deal is legacy, man. That's all he hears, and that's all that's out there now. He ain't going to do that. It's not going to happen. He also has young kids here in the States. He's yeah, probably it's not, not going to happen. So speaking of – uh, shoot, I forgot even what you were talking about before but because uh, I was going to roll it in, but I'm going to do it now. So speaking Sorry. of that <laughs> – Oh, that. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. We got some fake toughness going on in the NBA, baby. Did you see the security guard trying to hold back Devin Booker? Almost pulled his pants down. Yeah, held him you're back telling by me that Devin Booker is pulling that 400 pound giant man, professional athlete. Get it? Go get it. He went, he was going after him. I like how they're both smiling at each other as they're telling each other to meet me in the back, meet me in the locker room. Let's go. It was just like a. It was almost like. Um, Two two friends leaving somewhere and agreeing to like meet at a restaurant where they wherever they were going to eat. Yeah, like they were looking at each other like, 
Yeah, yeah, like kind of like nodding, like you, like you want to yeah. go, you want to go get this yeah. done in the wanna, back. Yeah, locker room. Right. Let's go. Okay. All right, okay. cool. Okay. Let's go. Okay, yep. Take okay. off, run. Cool. See ya. The, the funny thing is the play. The reason that this happened. So I just finally saw the play. I've seen them get pulled all over the place. I saw the play. He, Gorgie Jang didn't even hit him. He didn't do it anything. It was a total fake. It was a total <laughs> flop from an elbow to the face. And then all of a sudden they're fighting over it. <laughs> I, I, they, I, did they even fight? It was like no, no, no they Booker like well, put his hand in his face or something yeah, like that. That was him, the worst he, thing he, about he it. Pushed his neck. And that they kind of so Gorgie Jang. I only saw his comments after the game. They asked him, and he said, you know, he said. Uh, I think a foul was called on him or something like that, and he was saying something to the, to the ref. Devin Booker said something to him, so he said something back. So then they were kind of like now up, up against each other, go. and then Devin Booker, like, Ray, I don't know if he – he Jank said he, he hit him or something or tried to hit yeah, him or pushed. threw a punch or whatever. It was just kind of a – he don't did know. He did push it. I mean, Devin Booker's going to get in trouble for that. He's, yeah, and he should. That's right. Um, but that was like – all there was to it, basically, and then they both got ejected. What did he? What did Gorgie Jang? I don't get know. Ejected, Gorgie Jang got for? ejected for. To be honest with you, I have no idea. He had to say something. I, and even then, I don't know. I mean, they, I've heard what people say on the yeah. NBA. Anyway, I just think it's hilarious watching Devin Booker smiling as he's trying to run into the locker room because you know that he's running into the locker room and probably going the opposite way of Gorgie Jang. They didn't cuz they asked him, they asked Gorgie Jang whether they whether he saw him in the back, whether they met up, and he said, "No, I didn't see him." Yeah. He admitted that. They both that. went back there and went into their locker room. Nothing happened. And and what was funny was Gorgie Jang made the joke that he uh they were running back there to exchange jerseys. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's he the said, big yeah. thing now. He said, yeah, that's what we were doing. <laughs> I wanted to change jerseys. I like that. That's good. That's anyway, good. that All was right. kind of a fun little thing. Yep. All right. So so number 2 and three. We're gonna do these two, three. These are the the so the one is uh probably my favorite. Enos Cantor. This dude is got a country looking for him. A country <laughs> like all right, you know, LeBron with the queen and the baby and all that stuff like and or the prince and the princess or whatever he was calling LeBron and LeBron came back, like you're going after the king, right? Like this but now there's an actual king of a country or emperor or president or something that wants you dead. That's a little scary, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Enos Cantor is is from the Turkey. brother of Karim Cantor. Right, yes. Um the more famous Karim Cantor. Um so Enos Cantor, center for the Knicks. Um he had to skip the Knicks game last week in London because he was afraid that his life would be taken by uh, Turkish spies. That's a real thing because he, so the president, not the president, the, um, yeah, the president of Turkey, he. There's going to be a movie made about this, dude. This maybe. is going to be a Mission Impossible movie. E- Enos Cantor has, has spoken out about this guy, how awful a ruler he is, called him the Hitler of this century. And because of that. Ouch. Because of that, he's he, the, if, the Turkish president. Let's be honest. Wants, if you're going to call somebody the Hitler of this century, and they are, that's probably not the best thing to call them. The now Tur- that dude's going now because now Hitler's coming after There's you. There's a warrant. The Turkish government issued a warrant for Enos Cantor to be deported Ex- back to. Extradited ex- or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Back to Turkey. 
to be tried for whatever it is. So they can kill him. So they can kill him. So they can put him in jail and he can mysteriously be murdered in jail by another nah, inmate no or whatever. Nothing. They're going to take him out back, put a gun in the back of his head. <clears throat> I, that, I mean, I, I joke about that and it's not funny. Honestly, it's not funny it, at all. This is a, it's actually it's a, really yeah, scary. It like, is I, actually a I very feel scary, bad for this guy. thing. Yeah, yeah I, feel, I feel really bad for him. So he said he cannot ever go back to Turkey ever again. He cannot go back to Turkey. So he's... I mean, and it seems like he's fine with that, honestly. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that that's not something he's worried about. No. He he's he has a pretty nice life, I think, in America right <laughs> now. And uh, so, but he is, he has, he has citizenship here. And um, so he's, he's in America because he's, he's not going. That's crazy. He's not going Man, back there because so he's crazy. done for. I'm telling you, a movie's going to be made about this. That's it's going to be some a, Jason Bourne. Turkey, Jason Boy. There might be a movie in in Austra- Australia, in Turkey, already being produced. Could be. It's uh, going to be called Enos Born. Who would <laughs> Who would play Enos Cantor in the Enos Cantor? Who would movie? play if like in a, which 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 uh, which actors what that actor? we know of, or which Turkish actor? Because I don't know any Turkish actors. Um, anybody who oh, okay. in the entire world would play Enos Cantor. Enos Cantor would be played. I'm going to go ahead and say Karim Cantor. Karim <laughs> <laughs> Cantor could probably do a pretty good job of it. Uh no, I'm going to say that's a pretty easy one for me. Uh I feel like Danny DeVito would probably play well, Enos Cantor. Obviously because of the resemblance, right? I mean, so so they're yeah. they're built and their faces all the features look basically identical. Um so that yeah, I guess that would be the Danny most DeVito, obvious one. To me. Who yeah. do you think it would be? Um, I, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking Jamie Foxx, but now that you mentioned Danny DeVito, it makes more sense. Jamie Foxx is going to have to get some of that Sammy Sosa uh, skin bleaching stuff. I think you just become a vampire. That's, man, we need to make that. That's got to be a topic. Well, I, I could spend a half hour on Sammy Sosa. That Sammy, Sammy Sosa, Sosa became being a vampire. A vampire. Yeah. Here's the deal. This dude's changing his color, right? Not his color, like legit, yeah. but he's changing the color of his skin. He's he's a horse yeah. of a different color now. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. He's doing it because he's going into this next generation, right? Like he, this vampire thing. Like vampires live forever, mm-hmm. right? So he's changing himself mm-hmm. into his next human self. Yeah. He has the widow's peak now in his hair. It's crazy. Um, Wicked weird. This dude is, he scares me. He looks like he has lipstick on. Have most you of the noticed time. that he only comes out at night? Yes, all, all of his interviews, interviews have been are done inside. Yep. yep, only comes out at night. The lights are usually lowered. Yep, uh, for his interviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he glows. He. <laughs> anyway, okay. So last thing on the list, Kyle Corver had a really fun play. He did. Um, I I'll be honest with you. I I don't know who shot the ball. But he it doesn't and, matter. And he's with he's with Utah now. Uh they were on defense. He was kind of kind of jostling for position as a shot went up down low, like underneath the basket. And in the being caught up in the physicality of what was going on with him and the guy, you know, going for position for the rebound, he I think his eyes came off the ball a little bit. And the ball, it was one of those, I think it was one of those that barely grazed like the front of the bottom of the rim. And went almost straight down, and, and just got like a tiny the bit net. of the yeah, a tiny bit of the bottom of the rim, and then the net. And I guess he, he thought that he thought the guy made the shot. He thought it went in, so he grabbed the ball, 
ran out of bounds to throw the ball back in <laughs> and get going the other way. And immediately the referee blew the whistle because he just walked out of bounds. Tossed the ball to Jay Crowder uh, so that he could get going the other way, and um, Jay Crowder just kind of fell down laughing. Kind of fell down laughing. And, I would have uh, done the same thing. That made, that made Kyle laugh, and a bunch of everybody got a good Check laugh it out. It's on YouTube. It's a pretty funny video. It is. All right, so uh, in conclusion, mm-hmm. when you get your box of tagalongs, are you gonna try to dip them in milk? I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try your method one time. If it works out incredible, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. Give it, give it time. Don't just <laughs> stick your little finger in there and it gets your fingers start to get cold, so you pull it out. No, give it time. Let me tell it you, needs to soak. It's a small hole you got there to pull that water through. It's a lot of cookie inside that chocolate. Let it soak. I might need you, once we get our cookies, I might need you to demonstrate for me one time. Yeah, I'll, I'll do a YouTube video So that video I understand fully. Apparently, people just do YouTube videos for everything. Like, yes, like, that's correct. Hey, how to turn a hey 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 boys my name's my name's dan i'm gonna show y'all how to turn the shower on today so the first thing that you're gonna do is you're gonna open the shower curtain so you can see the water and once you see the water faucets you got to find the hot water in the cold water sometimes it's just a single fountain and you got to turn that thing a little bit further to the left and the right i mean what the what why what, what, who is watching obviously i am who's watching a youtube video about how to turn a shower on well, people watch YouTube videos of other people playing video games. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. My, my son, he's five years old. I go over to pick him up. Uh, he's, he's at his cousin's house. He's got an iPad in front of him, and he's watching. I'm like, what game are you playing there, buddy? I'm not playing a game. I'm looking down at the iPad. You're playing a game. I'm looking right at it. But there's people talking to you. It's this dude playing a video game, and he's YouTubing it. Mm-hmm. And talking about what he's doing. Yep. Yep. I guess. You Why know, are you watching that? <laughs> I, I can't watch somebody play a video game. I get sick anyway. It makes me nauseous. <laughs> Not like nauseous because I think it's stupid and I, you know, I'm, I'm grossed out by it. Nauseous like it's a whole lot of weird movement on the screen, huh. and and like it, I get nauseous. Over, but it's uh What are you doing? That's so ridiculous. I guess it could be educational if you play that game. And and you and this that person shows you something you didn't know about the game that helps you in some way. I guess it could be that. But so you're gonna watch a two hour video of a guy playing a flipping <laughs> well, video that's game? A, that's the thing. Stick it up. I got better things to do in my two hours. <laughs> Stick it up. Kick rocks. Kick rocks. Um, I yeah. I don't. I don't know. I I don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess I watch videos of basketball players so that I could. So that I can enjoy that because that's what I enjoy, and I can maybe learn something from it too sometimes. And no, no, maybe it's that's the same entertainment. Thing. There's no entertainment. It's entertainment for people, I guess. That's stupid, is it? I'm just calling it stupid. I'm just I, gonna tell you, it's stupid. I don't understand it either, so I'm kind of with you. But I get theoretically, I guess if that entertains you. If I ever catch anybody watching a video game on YouTube, I'm kicking you. I'm kicking you out. <laughs> wherever i'm at i'm kicking you out did you kick your son out because you just said that i did you, i did oh. kick him out kicked, kicked him, him kicked him out, out of his out cousin's out house and into, into your my car, car and then into your house when you got home into my car oh, oh god i love billy ocean <laughs> oh my god i love billy ocean 
That song's going to be in my head for the rest of the day now. <laughs> All right. So, uh, anyway, we're the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Appreciate you listening. Thanks, everybody. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook. Uh, friend us and comment and ask us things. We try to get in, talk about some things uh, that our listeners want us to get into. Adam's on Twitter at Adam Schmidt 44. Um, and you got, we got, uh, we're on Apple Podcast, Apple iTunes, whatever. It's all the same thing. YouTube, Castbox, SoundCloud. Just search nose bleeds two words sports. You're on Twitter at oh at sick with it. Don't leave yourself out. Yeah, well I don't tweet so. But you've but you've you've pledged a few times to to do it more often. I have. You know what I've been doing more? Liking and uh, retweeting. Hey, you're active I've been, now. I've been doing some retweets. Been doing a little bit of that. Look, if you reach out to Chris on Twitter, you post it, you tag him on some stuff that you think he would be interested in or that you want him to see. It'll activate his interest a little bit more. Hit me up on tweet on the tweet box. Do it. All right, so uh, we got that, all those good things, and uh, uh, vote on the poll. Yes, on Facebook. It will be up. It will be up tonight slash very early tomorrow morning. There you go. Twelve thirty. I think it's already tomorrow morning. Nope, almost. So uh, yeah, we're we we come on every Wednesday, ten thirty. Uh, at night Ish. Uh, on the Facebook Live. And then uh, you can catch all these on your favorite sites Thursday. So we appreciate you guys listening. Um, anything else you got, Ad? I don't think so. All right. Well, in that case, don't forget to turn your headlights on. Uh...